The last time we saw the Nine Hells Company, half the party was in the midst of fighting for their lives at the bottom of Sivo's hideout, an old decommissioned sewer system that had a rift in it that Sivo had figured out how to open and close at will. John claude and Sole were fighting a Shadowfell creature called the Hungry, while Gregory and Fiddle returned from the tavern after an easy evening of drinking. Gregory and Fiddle ascertained something was amiss with their companions, seeing no commotion or ruckus happening within the city, which was unusual for the Nine Hells at this point. And with both of them using their innate, innate, divine and arcane magic, managed to locate where their comrades were. Traversing down a sewer pipe led them to the big sewer chamber where John claude and Soleil were fighting, with the rift in the centre and a massive mound of gold on the other side. With the rift distorted the magic in the chamber and barely standing John claude and Sole, the Nine Hells managed to slay the Hungry before it fled back through the rift, leaving the party free, free reign to Sivo's horde in the chamber as the rift closed behind them. The Nine Hells were rich and we picked back up with the Nine Hells as Sole had just mentioned she would be happy to stay at the bakery to oversee its production and get the bakery up and running again, as well as to stop any threat of Sivo returning to claim back his monopoly in the city. So, Nine Elves, you've just finished your long rest, you've divvied up all the loot, and you are now... Essentially, we kind of left off with you lot leaving the bakery and discussing, but we can sort of say, canon-wise, you're sort of still in the bakery, just sort of... um Soleil's um, helping out Pierre, Little Chef is back as well, and... Uh, you're, they're basically starting the process. I believe John Claude, you gave them some money at the end of it. Like you got really annoyed with like how inconsistent Pierre was. So you just threw him a bunch of money and said fix this, and he said yes. And they are sort of starting that process today. And then we put Soleil in charge. Yeah, yeah. And so Soleil is sort yeah, of. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's classic Soleil fashion. She's definitely bossing the other two about. Because um, mm, yeah, uh, you know, making sure to take the alcohol off Pierre. In case he just becomes a bit more mm. of a layabout any more than he has been already. Mm, and, so. li and Little Chef, please. Yes, and Little Chef. Make sure he doesn't have any alcohol. Yes, uh, yeah. Make sure to put out the top cabinet. Good, good. <laughs> so, Nine Hells, what are you doing? Yeah, I think I think shopping, definitely. Uh, I'd like some old cocaine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And an airship. Oh. Maybe not. Ah, we, we, yes, everybody. We have all been discussing this for the past week. Obviously, we want to buy <laughs> We definitely discussed this. We did discuss it at the end of last week. <laughs> and I don't know whether it's going to be in the recording or not. But yes, Josh would like an airship for 20,000 gold. Uh, Jean-Claude Jean would like an airship. <laughs> like Who an the airship. fuck is Josh? <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy. Uh, yes. <laughs> Yes. An airship would be nice. An airship would be very fun. Yeah, it's like every D&D player's dream. Definitely. Definitely. I've or never you could go and buy some shiny shorts. Some shiny shorts. Shiny, shiny shorts. Shiniest. The shiniest shorts in the world. Where's um, Gregory? What? He's already at the armory. Ah, he's <laughs> Come on, we're discussing airships. Pros and cons. Or in character or out of character? Bro. Yeah, bit of both. Yeah. Uh, in character, everybody, please. <laughs> um, an airship. Pro. Would be very fun. What are you talking about, the airship pro? Con. 
20,000 gold. So, I'm going to say this once, okay? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> because Cock. I know what's going to happen. Gregory's not fully on board. I horn. know what's going to happen. <laughs> we're going to go over to the fucking place where they sell airships. And we're going to be like, oh, we'd like one airship, please. You're going to rummage around in your infinite pockets. And you're going to be like, oh, oh no, it appears that I've left my money at home. Gregory, do you mind paying for it? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do mind. And I won't be paying for it. I'm uh, going to go well, and find uh, myself a cool problem. Unfortunately, no. Gregory, we will all have to chip in all of our money to afford the airship. Yes, as I can see. There will be almost no money left. I think <laughs> it's everything we have in our pockets. We've so you see you will... in the con list. <laughs> Actually, it... no, not for you, because you have more money than us. Yes, of course so, like, I do, and I'd like it to stay money. that way. For quite a long so, time. Well, you can. I think if we split it into thirds, money. you will still have enough. You will have more money than five us. Months, because you have twice five as much. Months we've been twice broke, as much money. You will destitute. have loads of money. No one will have any money. <laughs> this, uh, I mean, it's not like you ever want to buy anything anyway. I give you everything you every need. Time. What do you need. I give you the turnip soups and a place to sleep. What do you want? No, I don't, want, to, I don't want turnip soup anymore. I have enough money here <laughs> so I can go to a restaurant every night for the rest of my life. <laughs> You see, you I see, mean, we could we could have a restaurant on an airship, but uh, fine. Sit in these dirty, rat-infested streets, you What are we going to do with it? We're going to use it for five minutes. Fiddle's going to do something stupid. You're going to stay silent, see, and it's going why. to crash. <laughs> you see, so like pipes up, and she's like, "Oh, you men, you're always just, you know, why do you argue all the time? Well, why don't you buy an airship? This is an argument. Discuss. This is discussion." This is discussion. Mm, yes, this is quite friendly, I think. They can yeah. uh, hear you, you used to be, all the way you, down the you road. Were, you were part of the Nine Hells. Don't start criticising our methods now. I but... remember when you used to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Gregory, stop being my sugar, sugar daddy, so... <laughs> what? This is how we decide things. We argue and discuss until we come to a conclusion. Whoever's the loudest usually, yes. No, just whoever stops arguing last. They clearly want it more. Well, I'm telling you that airship is not getting out of the city. There's going to be some kind of terrible tragedy, <laughs> and then we're going to be 20,000 gold poorer. Yes, an airship could <laughs> disappear very quickly, and I'm not sure it will actually help us defeat... Asterisk. We have no use for it. I'm we're going to pull up, we they're going to shoot to you out of the sky, rock. and we're going to be dead. Oh, I hadn't considered the shooting out of the sky. Yes, it could just what use, blow what up. What use do we have for an airship when one of us can turn into a fucking eagle? Yes. Fiddle did make that argument. And teleport us anywhere we yes. want with varying degrees of yes. success. Well, how much is like, a yeah, regular sure enough, boat? Teleporting here, teleporting to wherever we were trying to get to, in the Gulf of Mare Forest, didn't go to plan. We did end up in a different forest. Well, the airship's not also so run far, on magic. We're still only two days. Yes, yes, and they still take forever. It would still take, you know, days and days and days to get somewhere. So that's still like multiple teleport attempts. So, and now I'm not sure that the transport is very beneficial because we never really need to transport like a ton of cargo. But then, what use do we have for a fucking airship then? God, it would be very cool to have an airship. Wow. <laughs> Not really. I think that's the, 
That's so the main, can, you know. So we can have an airship and nothing else. Yes, or we can have a bunch of magical items to try and help us save the world, and then after the world is saved, then we can go and buy an airship. John claude roll me a history check, because um, you might have n more knowledge about the surrounding area, uh, which might help you lot make a more informed decision. <laughs> Just down the road, there's Jack's discount airships. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, gentlemen. I'm afraid I recall nothing of this area. I've never seen it before in my life. <laughs> you got a seven. Oh my god. Um. Okay, fine. Carry on. I mean, give us something for a seven. <laughs> Not a four. Okay, so you, you yeah, I, I'd say you, you've got <laughs> no. you got a little idea. Um, so you know the Termish. Um, so it's on the world maps. Um, tab, but. Basically, Termish, which is located underneath the Gulf of Mere Forest, it's not like a kingdom. It's almost like a mix of city-states. It's all kind of formed a small little confederacy, almost. And um, so they're, they're very much independent. And just across the water from it, down south, is the Trondafian Empire. This is something I've homebrewed, by the way. And um, you know the Chondafian Empire has been slowly kind of eating up city-states um, one by one. And this has been an ongoing thing. You don't know how far along the war is, how close it is to you, etc, etc. You just know that is a dynamic that is happening within Termish. And they also ride dragons. Ah uh, yes, gentlemen, I do remember some things. They are kind of vague. They are dragons. What? We're talking about airships, <laughs> JC. What use is dragons? Do you want to get a dragon now? Having having some dragons would be pretty cool. Can we buy a dragon? I mean, we can probably buy like a dragon. I would hatchling. I would put my money into it. A... Could probably buy a dragon egg for like a few thousand. Then have to wait for it to hatch. Then have to wait for it to grow up. Hoping that we get high enough animal handling checks the whole way through to make sure that it likes us. I would like to buy a dragon egg, please. <laughs> <laughs> It's every D it, uh, every D and D player's dream. Pierre's just like baking, baking some bread. He's like, "Why are you looking at me? I don't have dragon eggs for sale." Gentlemen, listen. We literally have enough money to never work another day in our lives. Yes, but we still need to save the world. We need to save the world. Without a fucking airship. Yeah, that's fine. Yes. We are uh, yes, we are move yes. on from there. We're, not, oh, we're, also, so the we're not buying a fucking dragon, <laughs> though, are we? That's ridiculous. Oh, well, I can do what I want with my own uh, money. Yes, you're right. Says Mr. Gregory, who doesn't want to do anything except count his fucking gold doubloons. <laughs> Probably wank himself to death looking at them. I might. I might. Sacred <laughs> blood. For the past three months, we've been destitute. The second we get money, the only thing you can think about is let's spend it. Let's spend all of it. Investment, gentlemen. Investment. In an airship. Not an airship. <laughs> no. In magical items to help us save the fucking world. An airship won't That's pay much dividends. More at this point. Exactly. Whereas saving the world will. Trust me on that. Again, after we've saved the world. I'm sure we'll be given a castle by somebody after we save the world. What about explosives? This is more like it. Yeah, we yes. need we need good magical Wait. items. Protect what is the thing they use in Game of Thrones? The, the fire Wildfire. 
Why don't we simply hire an actual mercenary <laughs> band? What? What? <laughs> yes. Why don't we simply just hire an additional <laughs> mercenary? <laughs> hire them to go save the world. Yeah. <laughs> You're a genius. As far as I'm concerned, we you can get them. We tried to this it. before. We tried hiring actual mercenaries for our mercenary company, and they were three. Like two farmers who died in the shadow because they were we farmers, because they weren't fucking mercenaries, were they? <sighs> but we tried for mercenaries and we got farmers. Well, probably because you're on a rural island. Yeah, that is a good point. We're in the big city now, boys. I'm sure we can find an actual mercenary company at the local tavern. But no, they're just. They're, they're, no. They'll be like NPCs. No, I think this is a good <laughs> idea. We should start a private military. But this was the whole point of the Nine L Mercenary Company. We've been here before. We're not a, we're, but we are not the military. We are like three people. Gentlemen, as of right now, years. we truly Depending are on how just talking. three people. <laughs> Sorry, Sene. You will be missed. She's just rolling her eyes. <laughs> 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 Oh, our our crisis of manpower is now really starting to hit home. <laughs> okay, is this a good place to be looking for items to shop for? Do we know that? Um, I mean, yes, we are in Cormier. Are we not? No, no we're not. Where are we? Uh, uh, yes, I know that. Allegan. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, yeah. Any, anytime you guys are in a city or this one, which is a metropolitan city, um, yeah, very good place. You're gonna find most of everything, and the prices. Okay. Um, just just to give you an overview, so usually prices differ. They have like a ten percent minus or ten percent um, more, depending on like how you know a surcharge or cheaper. Um, it's roughly about like ten percent cheaper in cities. Or to, well, actually, sorry, a, a metropolis is twenty percent cheaper, whereas towns, villages, hamlets are twenty percent, fifty percent, hundred percent more expensive. Okay, okay. So here is a good place to go then. So yeah, here is as uh, good a place as any. Okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, honestly, I think that we should all just go out and find the best magical items that we can: swords, shields, armor. Wands. Alright, fine. Yeah. I think that's our best. Yeah. Gear up for a big battle. Exactly. This is going to be the stuff that helps us, like, in the combat with. with, uh. Atharak. Then maybe we should close the bakery and bring our three friends. <clears throat> maybe. Well, sorry, what combat experiences Pierre and Little Chef have? <laughs> Pierre looks over at you. He's like, oh. Never judge a book by its cover. You see me, I am big man. I have a butcher's knife. I can, I can take on... Mm, what? I took on um, old Deirdre down the road a couple weeks ago. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Pierre fought in the Falklands, I'll have you know. <laughs> the what? <laughs> I do not know what this is, but <laughs> sure, yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> to be fair, Little Chef technically fought in Salt Rock. You see Little Chef, he's like, um, yeah... I mean, I was bullied there, that's why Junkor saved me, but sure. Mm, you were there. That was the start of the end of the world. You were there, ground zero. Mm, yeah, that, that, that 
Devil Lord was scary. Exactly. Yeah, oh, JC here saw him off there. I'm gonna go and buy some magic items. Yeah, let's go have a look. Okay, so are do you, you want to sell your bakery for more money for more gear? No, I'm not. No. The bakery okay. is the only thing I care about. <laughs> this is the only thing I care about as well. This is my whole life. Don't fucking act like it, Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you always shouting? You don't have to shout. <laughs> Why are you always drunk, Kurva? <laughs> <laughs> because I have a broken nose and it hurts constantly, that's why. This is not my foot. Wait, do you still have a broken nose right now? Yes, it fucking hurts. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go up to uh, go up to Pierre. Um, can I mm. can I use um Divine Smite? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Can I use lay on hands by like just punching him in the nose? Oh, um, hmm. Oh. I mean, yeah, but it's not gonna be like a soft, like it's gonna hurt and then it heals back up after, if that makes yeah. sense. So he's still gonna feel like a punch to a broken yeah, nose no, it's, before it's then it kind of like what I like to think. All the bones kind of snap back <laughs> yeah. into place. If that's how you want to do uh, it, yes, I'm, please, I'm game. yes, please. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no. can, can you read me the wording of lay, uh, lay on hands? You have a so pool of healing you. power that can restore 70 HP per long rest. As an action, you can touch a creature to restore any number of HP remaining in the pool. So it doesn't actually say how I have to touch them. That's a good point. Uh, it was more on the fact of, um, and I don't think this is worded in D&D, it's sort of one of those unspoken rules, but it's sort of like cure wounds theoretically would fix bones and stuff like yeah. that. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I will say you know if you do what like five, I'd say is a yeah. fair amount. You could like you know just reset his nose mm -hmm. after punching yeah. it back the other way. <laughs> so okay, so Gregory walks over, fucking <laughs> hooks him. He lets out a huge yelp before you start hearing this kind of Harry Potter sound effect, <laughs> kind of snap back into place, and then it's um the red bulbous um tip sort of like shrinks back into a normal size. And um I'll tell you what. You know, now now his nose is looking a lot more slimmer. He's got more square shaped and he looks a bit more it's the right word, like handsome rugged, I guess, more than um, you know, big and fat. He's still got a big belly, but um yeah, that handlebar mustache really frames really nicely. And um he's like looks back and he's like Oh, why did you Oh 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 you you'll fix my nose oh, oh, yes. oh. Oh, look at hey, this. gentlemen. Are you back, baby? Helm truly does work in mysterious ways. Oh, thank you so it much. Really uh, what is your name? I forgot already. What? What is your name? What do you mean, what's my name? What's Jesus your name? Christ, You're just yeah. a shouty man. Uh, yeah, he is pretty unrememberable. Oh, how dare you? Uh, no, actually, can I, can I, can I, this time, can I just actually just punch him in the nose? <laughs> I mean, you can try. Yeah. He's definitely going to like try and... Um, yeah, sure. I would like to try and block Gregory's second punch. Sure, okay. okay. Gregory, roll to hit. Um, and then, yeah, JC, I'll say roll me like an acrobatics check to see if you can kind of catch his wrist before he hits. It's a 26. Yeah. All right, you got to get above oh, a 26. I can't, I can't, I can max is 23. 20. Ah, okay, fine. Not 20, let's go! Yes, 16, score! <laughs> okay, so you go to grab it as, um... And he lets out a, hu a huge... 
almighty scream now as he starts kind of like running upstairs. He's like, oh, you broke my nose again. Oh, uh, yeah, he just <laughs> runs upstairs crying, trying to hide him. I actually feel kind of bad now, actually. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> That's quite funny, though. Mm, a little bit. It was quite funny. It was. I really appreciated it. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, 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 we'll be going back around. here to Maybe sleep, I'm sure. I'll, I'll fix it. We don't need to let him sit in pain any longer than we have to, no, surely. I mean, Fair enough. really, uh, just, I you know, was a bit of an overreaction. Let Gregory finish laughing it off. Uh, and then <laughs> I could have just told him my name. It. <laughs> Really, it's... I, I met him like three hours ago, maybe. Yes, I know, and he is a friend yes, of mine. Yes, and I punched him in the nose and I've broken his nose again. Twice. Twice, yes. Yes. Yeah, you didn't need to punch him the first time, well, either. it was... First time is nice. Uh, yes. No, but you could have just touched his nose. I suppose you're right. You're, I... you're standing up for a man who you've just been shouting at for the last half hour. I told him to buy a screwdriver. Mm, you did. He said, the bakery is the only thing he cares about. <laughs> I said, act like it. That was not half an hour of yelling and beratement. You do not understand You yelled at him for a little bit last week. What kind of bullshit land are you from? <laughs> Everyone just skips around holding hands. We live in the real world with fire and industry. <laughs> holes in the ground. Go on, let's go shopping for oh, magic items. Let me go and see. Yeah, yeah, about okay, yeah let's go news. shopping. Okay, so you spent another five points of your pool. Um, he kind of like, you know, it, it takes him about five minutes to come around before you do it, and then you'll head off shopping. Um, okay, so are you sticking together? Or are you splitting up? What's, what's the plan? I think we should stick together. Mm, yeah, splitting up is just... A recipe for trouble, really. Exactly. Sticking together sounds like a recipe for trouble. Well, as well gentlemen, I'll see you in about three <laughs> hours. <laughs> I guess by sticking. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is roughly the map I've been using, but again, I I use the word roughly because this is what someone else has created. Because there's no real official map of Alagan, so it just kind of gives you a bit more of an idea of what it's like. But again, I think Alagan is supposed to be a lot bigger than that. Um, but there's three main districts in there. Um, you've got the military district, the government district, and the merchant district, and then you've got all the outside as well, which uh, is all built up with houses and all that stuff. You are currently located in the government district. That is where John claudes Unnamed Bakery is located. The government district comprised of, comprises of higher quality houses and plotted land, with buildings here afforded that afford small gardens out the back. With all these houses forming a circle around the centre of the district where a stone amphitheatre sits in a large open courtyard, similar to what I described before when there's like um, someone's running to be the new governor, they'll come out into the amphitheatre, start speaking a bit like the old Greek, um, uh, you, you know where they all like sit on the uh, circular stair looking things and um, yeah they all like shout their pieces, similar sort of vibes like that. Sat on the opposite side of the courtyard is decorated governor's palace. Uh, people would generally find a majority of the taverns, docks, and everyday stores in this district. Um, so that's currently where you're at at the moment. Um, depending what you're looking for, might take you to a different district. Uh, you're going to have to ask about what you're looking for, really. Yeah, I think we should uh, have a quick walk up to the first tavern we see and 
walk in and ask the bartender if he knows of any magic shops. Okay, easy enough. So you walk in. Um, the closest one to you, funnily enough, is the Winking Blade Tavern, where Gregory and um, uh, Fiddle were. So you walk in, and you see it's the um, same bartender there. There's a human male, balding hair, um, wet through with sweat as he's kind of getting the tavern ready because it's very early morning at the moment. Everyone's sort of off going where you are, sort of off towards the docks, as that seems to be the majority of work in this area of the city. Uh, you walk into the tavern, he's like, Oh, hello, hello there. Um, uh, Well, I suppose we have just opened up if you are all looking for breakfast or something to drink or, or what can I do did, for um, you? Did we sleep last night? Yes, you did. Did we? Good, good. Yeah, good, so good. You, did, you took a long rest. Nice, amazing. Well, I have a question for everybody. What is our plan? What are we buying weapons for? Where are we going next? From here, we're still on our way to uh, Cedarsbrook in the Gulf of Forest. Because that is where we believe the phylactery is going to be. It's either there or in the Underdark. So we're hoping that it's going to be there. Um, we teleported there from Cormier. From Elminster, we teleported there. But the teleport went wrong and we ended up on the island where no magic would work. Yeah. From the island where no magic would work, we've arrived here. I think the plan might be to teleport from here today. Okay. And hope that the teleport works better this time. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. No worries. That's our current plan. Merci buckets. Merci <laughs> buckets. You see the bartender's just like looking at you lot and he's like, <laughs> go back to wipe so, the... Uh, hello, top. sir. <laughs> to help with this plan that you just heard, mm -hmm. um, we would like some magical items. Oh. Um... Yes, uh, do you know of a place that would sell them? Also, do, do you know a place where we can hire some mercenaries? Oh, mm. well, um, yes, I, I can. Uh, there's only one place everyone goes to for magic items. It's uh, called Magic the Foregather. Um, you can find that in the Merchant District. What? Sorry, sorry what did you just say the name was? Magic the Foregather. What? Magic the foregather. Magic the foregather. Yes. What? What is this, Oliver? <laughs> what do you Magic mean? The Magic the foregather. Yes. Well. Okay. Uh, okay. So I guess no reason why that yeah, would be just, weird. Too. I can't. Just you know, it just seems like why, it's. Uh, why? Why are you looking at me like that? No seems reason. Like someone's oh. looking to get sued or something. What do you mean? Magic the Foregather. That's a completely original name. Oh, yes. As I'm far sure as I've heard in the city. <clears throat> um, anyway, okay. so there's uh, that store. <laughs> and um, if you're looking for mercenary types or any of those what, or fighters, um, your best bet is with the guilds and artisans, which is also located in the um, merchant district, but they're in their own sort of insular um, guilds sector bit. Um, you could try the fighters guild over there. Um... Usually they've got mercenaries mm, for hire. Fighters Guild. But um, yeah, uh, it seems both your what you're looking for can be located in the Merchants District. It's um, more west side of the city, southwest. Perfect. Thank you very much, sir. Yep. And um, thank you for such a fun night last night. That was, that was very good. Yeah, no, thank yeah, you very much. Uh, just a typical night in this uh, beautiful city. Um, mm, it was a pleasure to serve you. Thank you. 
Oh, thank you. And he goes back to wiping the um, top. So, you heading over towards the merchant district? I think that's the plan. Okay, where are you planning to head to first? Do we want to check out this mercenary shop? or I think we should go to the magic shop first. Yes. But that's just my thoughts. Perfect. Do you agree, JC? I agree. Good, perfect. Let's go. Okay, so you head back through, again, the um, metropolitan streets. you got got uh, tall, high-reaching buildings next to you as you walk through, and you're seeing everyone's heading towards their day jobs. A lot of the people around this district, um, they're more of like a kind of middle-class sort of um, demographic, if you will. So there's a lot more merchants that live here and um, such, as well as shopkeeps and shop owners. You head through the district, takes you about 10-15 minutes to arrive through the... It's basically split up into tiers with the walls. So you head through the arch um, portcullis of the inner wall for the government district into the merchant's district. And in this district, you can see this is why it kind of gives the Allegan the nickname, the Concrete Jungle. Uh, a city built on top of itself with disused aqueducts and crumbled homes that have been renovated into blocks of flats or new shops. The majority of locals reside in this district. Uh, it's a menagerie of different races walking along the streets, picking up their morning bread and newspaper or walking to their day jobs, which usually were found, now that you're over kind of this side, more outside the walls of the city, so not where the docks are, but the other side where you've got kind of like all the fields for wheat, barley, oats, all that stuff, so more um, farm hands. Any visitor will find the guilds and the artisans located in this district, as well as reasonable lodging for any traveller. So, asking about and um, speaking to a couple of um, City Watch, I suppose, uh, standing by, you managed to come to the outside of Magic the Foregather, which is a tall, slender building, and it's just got Again, a menagerie of different things. You see there's sort of um, parrot cages hanging out the side by the uh, kind of balcony. And you can see the door itself is very finely made. It's got like a beautiful woven mahogany wood frame with um, very um, shiny windows and very well upkept. Are you heading in? No, <laughs> no. Well, this was this, this was good. <laughs> We're intimidated by how nice like it looks. Is it? Is like this is through, this yeah. is a collaborative storytelling, man. I'm like I'm like wait, it you is, need sorry, to yeah, Your sentence sounded like it finished halfway through. Yeah, the it did. It sorry, did. Like, yeah. yeah, and very well <laughs> and very well up kept. <laughs> All right. So, so, so are you going in? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you going in? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess we best. Yes. Yeah, I think we should. Okay. So, as you walk in to um, Magic the Foregather, and you see it's a long corridor of a building, basically, with tall shelves either side, with a menagerie of different items on there. You've got animals that are flying across from the ceiling, and you've also got these small little contraptions that seem to be like uh, little metal boxes that kind of bounce off the shelves, fall down onto the floor, two pairs of legs kind of pop out, and then it starts just kind of wobbling its way across as you walk all the way to the end to a counter where you see there is a pale man with long black hair pulled back into a ponytail, a goatee with two thin braids hanging off his chin, long purple robes with blue cuffs on them. He's got a 
vast different amount of rings on his fingers, gold, copper, silver, as well as long chain necklaces that seem to hang heavy off his shoulders as he is currently reading a newspaper with his boots up onto the counter before you lot arrive. And then he puts the paper down, looks over to you, he's like, huh? Uh, what are you saying? How's it going? You good? Hello. Um. Uh, how's it going? You good? Okay, I turn around to the other two and I get the bartender did say this was the only magic shop in the city, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Looks can be <sighs> deceiving. He's got quite a nice shop. Okay, I turn back towards the guy. I like the smell of herbs you have in here, sir. <laughs> uh, it's good. Good stuff. I'm familiar it? with them. Mm, it's good stuff. Um, Do you need... We're here to buy mm? some magical items. Oh, I'd like some, some space cakes. <laughs> Space, what's that? <laughs> you make that up? That's a funny word. Space. <laughs> um, Excuse uh, me, good sir. What were you putting on your cereal this morning? Because I would like some. I think I have an idea. Uh, uh, yeah, he, he kind of taps the top of his um, tip of his nose, which is kind of long pointed. He's like, uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, he, he, what do you need? What do you need? Sorry, I'm I'm still trying to get over the no, fact that you yeah. didn't know Magic what space the word space was. So did anyone else hear <laughs> that? Be a square. But we do need to stay on task. Like, have you ever <laughs> ever right. heard the term empty space? I would space like some magical before? items, please. No yes, one you are no right. one concerned that this man is. may space not know how to actually handle space. money. No one. Sorry, you... Well, that sounds like it could work out in our favour. Uh, I yes, suppose. Exactly. Hello, we're here to buy some magical items, please. Do you have any for sale? Huh. Mate, you see all the shelves around? Yeah. Uh, magic items everywhere, mate. We've got tons That's of magic everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, mate. We got <laughs> we it just out of our butthole. Yeah. <laughs> what do you need? Lovely, 100%. Wow. Halazar, Halazar will sort you out, mate. What do you need? That sounds good. We'll have a look so, around. Are you Halazar? And... Yeah, mate. Halazar the Quiet. <laughs> what's, your, what's your name? Sorry, Halazar the Quiet. He's doing a good job. The Quiet, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so do you do that? Do you do that after every sentence you say? Is is that like a, a nervous tick you have, or is it like a cultural thing? Focus, uh, focus on task, everyone. Oh, magic God, weapons, focus, please. Focus. Magic weapons. Let's go. Round up nine health. We let's can't go. Focus. Oliver has plumped us down in front of the I know. most engaging uh, character. He's ever done so far. <laughs> the entire uh. campaign. Focus, focus. <laughs> I have hard time doing it. I've got some stuff for that if you need it. <laughs> Would you like to come and help us save the world? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I've got something planned this afternoon, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> Sorry, what, what could you possibly have nah, planned? come on, man, pin it off. Nah, don't worry, you're all out of Doritos, fella. Don't worry about it, just call that off. We, we got this cool little, off. We got this little um, puppet theatre thing tonight we're going to. Have a good nah, time. Nah, allow it, fam. Yeah. So is it, isn't that for children? Do you, do you have kids? Are you a father? No. Nah. Nah. And you're just, <laughs> you're just going to a puppet show. Yeah. <laughs> On more of a social life than you, Gregory. Uh, well, 
Oh, you can, we're unfocused. Again. Uh, focus. 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 Come as well. It's, it's, it's pretty. I don't know what it is. Since I've since I've walked into this, I just shop, can't it's focus. Really have to focus. <laughs> it's, <laughs> really it's, it's like the smell of these herbs in the air or something. Mm. I don't know what it is. It's good stuff. Magic items. It's please. good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So what are you after? Um. So like any kind of magic shield around? Yeah. Yeah, Gregory has been saying magic shield for the last week. Right. Okay. Right. So what what kind of shield are you after, Gregory? Um if you have anything more specific in mind one. or if you just want Yeah. Anything like is it just one that you want that has like a plus plus to it, or do you want something that Let's has like look. a feature to it? Um Let me have a look. See he's got Got a okay. So hold on for like out of character for the final boss battle. We've we fought him already, haven't we? He was. Do we all have things that we can do to him that force him to do a saving throw? Are you asking me or everyone else? Uh, everybody else. Because I think his legendary resistances are, you know, possibly the the worst thing to fight against. Almost all of my spells. Any big ones that are useful, he's just going to use legendary resistance and stop them. So it would be good to like be picking those off, all of us. Does that make sense? We want to make sure we can move around. I don't, I don't recall him using any spells on us that like stopped us moving around. And I think a lot of us can teleport anyway. So so long as we're not like actually feeble-minded, we should be okay there. JC, you can't teleport at all, can you? Um, no. Some form of I don't even run very fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some sort of like freedom of movement for you would be good, but again, it's just an idea. He was flying. That's definitely something to keep in mind. I can pretty much fly at will. I'm not sure you two can. And Gregory, you don't have any form of like ranged attacks, do you? Aside from your hand crossbow, well, which I got rid of. Ah, never mind. What happened to our bow? The one that was made for paladins. Oh, I sold that. Oh. <laughs> well, see, I don't really need range because I've, I've got Misty Step and I'm like my build is... But he flies like 20 feet up in the air. Well, yeah, I can always... So you either need a ranged attack or you need a way to fly. I don't Misty Step. I, I think use Misty this... Step onto his back. This is a thing as well as um, Bobby wasn't here for that fight, so... It's, it, the, the recording's out, but yeah, you haven't, I suppose, in terms of all of you, Bobby's got the least sort of information with Basarak, um, how that fight went. Um, I probably didn't play Gregory as well as I could have done. I'm sure he probably could have done something, but because I was trying to balance five different characters at the same time, I sort of just tried putting him on defense, if that makes sense, yeah. rather than offense. Mm -hmm. It does just sort of mean that, you know, you'll, you'll Misty step up onto his back, and that'll take a spell slot and then you'll need to like spend a spell slot every single time you want to jump up onto his back and then if you fall you'll be taking like 46 of damage if he's like 40 feet up it would just be good for you to have a way to fly around but yeah because if you think I of it D &D, you, but D &D economy like... wise you can't just oh, unfortunately is... like teleport into someone's back and there stay there because there will be an action to grapple there is a way we can fix this ollie but it does involve some fuckery and it's something that I'm not supposed to have until level 20. 
<laughs> well, tell you what, Ali, if you I, just make I feel like level I, I know I know what you're gonna say <laughs> yeah. already. So um, if there's yeah, I, some... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you level twenty, mate. No, you don't have to make me level twenty. I don't have to get all any of the other bonuses. But if by some kind of like divine intervention, you could give me one level twenty action that I could do, we could fix that. Mm. <laughs> If I mean, could. alternatively, you could just look for work around with a spell, because, yeah, I don't... I don't know if I can give you that. That sounds... Um, just Avenging Angel. All you have to do... Uh, getting some wings would yeah. be pretty cool, but... See, there's some magic wings here that you can wear. Like my boots. I've got magical boots to help me fly. You know, we could, we could write it in that, like, you know... I've prayed really hard. <laughs> no. Not gonna happen. I don't need like all the health bonuses. I don't need all of those. <laughs> you know, I I don't even care for like the thirty foot radius of, um, dread. That doesn't need to be a thing. I, but you know, the wings. I I know I know what you're saying, but yeah, it's gonna be a no from me. You've got magic items that can kind of give you light. Um, so. It's gonna to have to be a work around it until that point because I think it makes it more special. I know, I know, it'd be nicer to have it longer. Um, it's I think that's the sucky thing with paladins. Their like last class feature is at level twenty. Yeah. Um, you know, it does suck a bit. So maybe I might be willing to negotiate more mm -hmm. once you level up another okay. couple. But for now, ju just purely for balancing purposes. I know you're not asking for all of it. Mm -hmm. um, you're just asking for one feature, but you know you've got stuff like boots of flying and stuff, which you guys can afford feasibly now. Um, yeah, you know it's just going to take up, um, you know, obviously an achievement slot or whatever. But you know you got you got yeah, work I think some kind of boots of flying will will work fine for you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I do try to be as lenient as possible, but I think I'm probably a bit too lenient than I need to be sometimes. So I think all of us flying would definitely help. Um, in JC can has, you know, ranged weapons coming out of his ass, so I think he's okay on the floor. Um And yeah, anything that makes him roll a saving throw, I suppose, is like good. But like big serious saving throws, not like saving throw or he gets knocked prone. Something big. Like the salt of yes, lots of the salt of whatever it is, salt of sneezing and coughing. That could actually come in really handy. Yeah, I'm gonna say for um that because I can't remember where. To I'm be fair though, to now, be fair, gonna... the wings of flying are only blue. The wings. The are wings flying. of flying. Yeah. So while wearing this cloak, you can use an action to speak its command word. Nice. This turns the cloak into a pair of bat wings or bird wings on your back for one hour, or until you repeat the command word as an action. The wing gives you a flying speed of 60. When they disappear, you can't use them again nice. for 1d6, 12 hours. Well, 1d12 hours. Nice. There you go. Wings are flying. Mm. Yeah, it's just blue. Yeah, the ones to get. Didn't even know that was a thing. Never even no. heard of that. I, I just typed in fly. Spot. Yeah, I just typed in fly into yeah. the thing there. It's, it's a blue item, standard. It's a cake. Okay, well. Well, before we get to that, because I know Josh knows exactly what he wants, so I'm just going to do do yours quick, Josh. Mm. 
One airship. <coughs> okay. <laughs> so, salt of... Excuse me, young man. I would like one mighty servant of Luke, please. I feel like the same age. What? Cool. <laughs> what do you want? Huh? I wasn't listening. You want me to write it in the chat? Sure. <laughs> mighty servant Luke. Interesting. What, what's that come under? Is that a wondrous item? Or is that... Um... It's a huge construct. Yeah, I did. Oh, oh no, it's an artifact. Mm, oh, it's just in, yeah, a wondrous item. It's in Tasha's. Yeah, I don't think he's going to have that, unfortunately. I'm really sorry. <laughs> All right, can you come back to me? I'm just going to look through your brochure some how more. Much, how much gold and platinum did we say we all got last time, by the way? Uh, it will be in your inventory. Yeah, right? you've got twice as much as the rest of us, because Soleil gave you, like, it was split by four, and then you got one quarter again. Yeah. Was it? So, I yeah, thought Sole Soleil... gave like a split by four, and then Sole gave her quarter to Gregory. Yeah. So mm. well, we she got... she she I kept, thought, she I thought when like she said 50. that we then split it by three. Ah no, yeah, she kept. No, yeah. But yeah, Gregory yeah. should have a bit more than you do. Yeah. Well, how much was it? so? Is the what we've got in chat the like total amount that it was? It should be in your inventory. Yeah, we did. We did it last week. Well, I didn't put it in. Oh, we we sat there for ages not? and we were working it out. We spoke it all out. You yeah, yeah, I did put it. Yeah, the, the... how much have you got? So currently, I've got two thousand four hundred forty-four gold pieces and ninety-one copper pieces. <laughs> Where's all your money gone, Gregory? <laughs> that... We gave it to you no, last night. Yeah, that night. was that was the money that I had in there originally. I um, they didn't put it in last time. You had two thousand gold pieces to start with, and you've been crying poverty. Yeah, because I haven't had a chance <laughs> to spend it. What do you mean? I've literally been eating turnips for months. I gave all my money to a stupid bakery. I turned to, turn to JC. Like, I think Gregory's lost all his money. <laughs> well, I don't have any sympathy. I think he's misplaced it somewhere. I'm not getting involved. I'm busy shopping. <laughs> well, hold on a second. No, I'll work out the maths. Don't worry, I've got it. Well, it's too late now. You didn't pick it up. You left it on the table and went to bed. It's gone. <laughs> gone forever. How sad. Honestly, we spent so much time. I was like, oh, Ben, I can't be asked with this. I was like, no, we've got to sort out all of the loot. He was very excited to divide up all the treasure. We <laughs> sat there and went, I'll take this, you take that, we'll take this. I don't know how your gold didn't make it into your inventory, but... Yeah, well, I've added in all the stuff. So I'm, I'm good to go. Okay, so you know how much you yeah got. So 1,200 platinum pieces, and now I have 9,444 gold pieces yeah so pretty minted <laughs> yeah not bad so what is it you're after then gregory wings of flying <laughs> wings of flying i could do that for you and also some form of magic shield all right well what magic shields do you have magic shields all right well so let me get on the back and he like walks out around the back. Um, after a couple of moments, he just comes, starts laying them out onto the counter. Um, so shields wise, uh, you can see there's a plus one, a plus two, a plus three shield. They all look very generic looking, almost like you know World of Warcraft, green, blue, purple. You know. So it sounds like you are expecting some magic. Defense. You need some magic defense. You're gonna fight someone. Sling spells, you know. 
Yeah. So I suppose you know this 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 gold shield here, and he lays it out, and it almost looks similar similar to kind of you know Skyrim and like the um, dwarven golden shield sort mm-hmm. of thing, but it's more of like an oval. Yeah. And um, he lays out, and he's like, "This is a shield that spell guards. It basically gives you a um, it's called a spell guard shield. It gives you um." Some form of protection against uh, magic users and the such. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hmm. So um, can be pretty handy against stuff like that. But again, I've got some generic ones. If you uh, looking for something more like that, I'm trying to read you on what you need. You know, but it's not always the easiest. Hmm. So it says the plus three shield. Um, while holding the shield, you have a plus three bonus to AC. This bonus is in addition to the shield's normal bonus to AC, which is plus five. No, so it's a plus. Um, I think a shield's a plus two. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be a plus five, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. So plus two. So plus five in total. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the shield will give you a plus five to your AC, mm. but the but the spell guard shield gives you advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects, and yes. spell attacks have disadvantage against you. Okay. So it depends what you want more, really. Do you want to be more beefy? Because, again, Acerac's probably not the only thing you're going to be fighting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's definitely to keep in mind. But then in terms of, you know, weighing the pros and cons. Okay, how, uh, How good so, are you okay. at enchantment? Uh, yeah, I've enchanted my fair few things over the time. They don't call me Halazar the Quiet for nothing, you know? <laughs> yes, I'm sure they don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What are the chances you can give me both the benefit of the plus three shield and also the spell guard shield at the same time? Oh, yeah. yeah you're asking a lot. You are up, that's a, that's a big project, you know. Uh, Pretty large. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably do that, but um, how, how long, how quickly do you need it back? Do you need it back soon? or? Well, how long will know? it take? I mean, better part of two years, probably. Well, I really have two years. That's off the top of my head. I can't give you an exact amount because you know, got an intricate enchantment on both those items, but you know, it's going to be a long process. What if I give you, know you a thousand saying? platinum pieces right now? It doesn't. I mean, I can bring in more people, but it's still gonna. Like, how quickly do you need it, you know? Uh, Two days. Yeah, that's not going to happen, my friend. I'm uh, sorry. Well. Why is he American now? I don't know. It's a bit... <laughs> He's trying to think, and it's too much. <laughs> um, Can I look around at some of the helmets on the wall? Yeah, sure. Let me um just finish this with Gregory, because that way I think he'll... Yeah, sorry. Go point to point. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, and in terms I can of... tell you, my friend, like, you know, each item individually, if you want to know what they're going for, um, the, uh, the, uh, plus three shield would go for about 20,000 gold, whereas the, um, uh, spell guard is, um, goes for about 33,000 gold. 
What does uh, what does platinum convert to? Uh, Ten to one. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> if it's in your inventory, you can um, like, I don't remember how you do it. If you click on like the gold and the thingies amount, if you click on your coins, it will come up at the top just with a gold piece value of all of them put together. Oh, I see. Yep, yeah, I see. Yeah. I might be able to do you um, all a group discount if you're all looking to buy, though. You know, it's um, good for business, you know? Yeah, I think that I think that sounds like a good idea. We've also got a few things that we might uh, be willing to swap with you. Uh, Halazar's always open to trade. What you got? Good. Well, we'll we'll see how much money we've got first. And all right. See how things work. That's all kosher with me, man. In terms of magical armor, what do you have? Well... Again, we got we got a bunch of stuff at the back. Um, got <laughs> we got all sorts. What are you after? Are you looking for more magic defense, or are you looking for just something cool? Uh, you look like a guy who just likes to look cool. I resent that, but also true. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean any offense by it. You just you know got broad shoulders. So, you know you could wear like pauldrons and make them like pop. You know. Yes. Just just saying. All right, well, uh, let me, I mean, I got dragon scale mail, I got dwarven plate, uh, mm. got free tea train, you know, those, um, buggers from the plane of fire, nasty bastards, but yeah, got that as well, what are you after? I got mithril, I mean, it might help if you tell me what your budget is, you know, and maybe I can offer you something more in the lines of what you can afford. If that's um not too insulting to say. Well, how much is how much is a uh, how much is dwarven plate? Dwarven plate that will run you about um twenty two thousand five hundred. Hmm. It's really sturdy though, man. Um, that's uh again, it looks cool, but it's actually really cool as well. Like, really cool. Hmm. It's pretty cool. I mean, if you're still considering, I can always come back to you, you know? I don't want to rush you into this process. I know it's a lot of money you're spending, you got to make sure it's right, you know? You need the shoe that fits. There's quite a lot. There's quite yeah, a lot of money. Hmm. It is a lot of money. It's the price of an airship, by the way. It is, it is <laughs> pretty much the price of an airship. It's quite expensive. More expensive than an airship. Airships are cool as well. <laughs> I just... Have you got any of those? Have we got any ships? No, I don't. You gotta go over to um, Gilding Glade for all that stuff, man. I, I have to be honest with you, Halazar. Mm. Prices seem very inflated. No, no, it's um, how uh, my normal prices around here is, is um, top tier gear, you know? It's, um, you can't really get this. Your accent's fading so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to keep this up. You've, you've lost your touch, my friend. <laughs> no, I still love it. Don't listen to him. I'm trying my best, or I'm tired. No, it's good. It's the same as it was at the beginning. I really it is not. He was so British <laughs> at the beginning. Even you're not consistent with your voice? No, I'm not at all. Nisi's trying. Well, how much are the wings are flying, at least? Wings are flying. They're, they're, um, they'll run you about um, 3,200 gold pieces. That's more like it. Really handy as well. They make you fly. Would... Would the enchantment of a basic shield be 
if I have paid you to enchant something to give it the same kind of deal, would it then be cheaper or more expensive? Uh, I'm sorry, my friend. I don't really understand um, your question. Well, well... Well, let's say I provided the materials for said enchantment. Would it thus make that less expensive to purchase? Yeah. By how much? Well, it depends what you want, man. I, I don't... I, I can't just tell you what everything is, because everything's got a different value, you know? Well, obviously, well, how much do you value your own time? Well, I've got nothing going on. So let's uh, to <clears throat> go and find a basic shield, and then come back and mm. say, Hello, Halazar the Quiet. How are you this morning? I would like you to make mm. this a plus three shield. How much would that yeah, cost? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's the same thing. I can do it. It's just going to take some time. Another three years? Uh, well, if you want it, um, plus three, that's, uh, what well, rarity, plus three stuff, Alizar should know. Very rare. <laughs> oh, oh, I was so wrong. I'm so sorry. It's 50,000 gold to create it. <laughs> what? Um, I'm just, I'm just consulting my dungeon master's guide, and it says for fifty thousand, fifty thousand gold pieces. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Jesus Christ! I'm so sorry. Two and a half airships. So, so actually, what you're saying is you're actually providing a, quite a great discount. Uh, yeah, it seems it. Shit, <laughs> I'm being a bit centered. <laughs> it really does. It really does seem like actually I have the wrong end of the stick here. And I don't know, actually, I, I feel like there's something wrong with the game mechanics personally, but you know, that's just me. Doesn't really make sense why I'd still be in business, but I guess I am. <laughs> I don't know either. Your margins must be terrible. Yeah, they, they are. I, haven't, I don't look at them, to be fair. Yeah, so basically how it works, Bobby, creating a magic item. Mm -hmm. um, I made an exception for Ben, um, which I suppose we can as well, but um, how it usually runs is um, basically it's 25 gold pieces per day. So if you've got 50,000, you can only progress by 25 gold pieces a day, if that makes yeah. sense. So yeah, yeah that, that's how it... And obviously the higher... So like a common one's 100 gold pieces. So you can do that in about four days. But then obviously when it gets to like 5,000, 50,000, 500,000, then it starts racking up into a long time span. Um, I have seen people where they're like, oh, if they get multiple different hirelings in, then you can do like 25 gold pieces times like four. So you're doing 100 gold pieces a day, but you're still looking at, you know. Again, this is all stuff like worth considering if you guys did downtime and you're like, right, we're going to take a hiatus for, uh, hiatus for two months. Yeah. Uh, obviously, but we, obviously, we can't yeah, because yeah. the world is ending. Yeah, no, no, no. So story beat wise doesn't make sense, but stuff to consider in character. It's like, oh, I really want this thing. Um, you know, really want a holiday on an days. airship. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this and buy my own airship. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think magic item creation is definitely one of the least fleshed out things I've seen. Okay, so how how much would the wings of flying and then a plus two shield cost? Uh, plus two shield. At, um, it's about three thousand six hundred. So if I just take my hair calculator and you know. Crunch the numbers. Sorry, what was the other thing you wanted, friend? The wings are flying and a plus two shield. 
that that'll run you um six thousand eight hundred gold pieces for the pair. Um Okay. I might be willing to um call it a cool six thousand on good faith and returning customer service. And then let's say we were to throw on top um plate armor of psychic resistance. See armor resistance. Is there like a multiple different ones? Yeah, there's fucking loads. <laughs> there's so many. It's every piece. Yeah, they all run the same price. So that's three thousand. So that'll be uh, two thousand six hundred. No, two thousand seven hundred. Good. That'll run you nine thousand five hundred. Um, Alizar would call it a cool nine thousand. Nice. This well, I think we've got our deal there, Alizar. I think that's what I'll take. All right, all right, all right. I appreciate that, my man. It's all good. He um, hands it all over to you so you can add those items to your inventory. Very fucking cool. It's <laughs> very cool. Alright, you two, what are you doing? What do you want? Um, I would like to look for a couple of things. One is, right off the bat, I'm sure it's going to be far too expensive, but it might not be. It doesn't actually give that many benefit, but it is legendary. It is a Robe of the Arch Magi. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna hate me. <clears throat> I am, aren't I? 75,000. 75,000? Fuck off. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> My god. I was saying that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like supposed to be like the creme de la creme of like what wizards want and items. Mm, um, definitely. Yeah, I, very good. Definitely. But... So, so, is there any way to like rent one of those? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, because. Fingers with adventures, they don't really come back, you know, most of them. So. Oh, but I will. I will, I promise. That's what they all say, man. I'm really sorry. Like, I like you. Oh, you're really cool. But you could cast, um, you know, instant summons on it. And then when you want it back, you can just smash the gem and it would appear back in your hand. Yeah. Nah. Oh, only if I'm not carrying it. Never mind. <laughs> thing is, if I rent it for you, like, you know... A cheaper like if that thing goes that's 75,000 big ones that I lose you know can I try it on <laughs> no <laughs> I'm sorry no <laughs> that doesn't sound can, can I hold it it doesn't sound very cash money <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound very cash money I'm afraid man can I, can I hold it just in my hands <laughs> for like 6 seconds <laughs> it's gonna be a no I don't know how else I can you know I'm really sorry. I think you're well, really you were cool, man. Yeah, I'm, I, you're <laughs> cool as well. I'm really sorry. Well, it's just the way it goes, man. How about a helm of brilliance then? For about twenty nine thousand. Twenty nine thousand. Yeah. My God. Yeah, I know these are. That's so expensive, my dude. These are just. That's just the price they are. I mean, I'm losing money here. I'm selling these for half the amount I create them, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so <it's> just... <laughs> I don't really know what to say, man. You do, somehow. You are right. <laughs> yeah. It's just the way it goes. Um, excuse me, my fine fellow. Yeah. Do you sell attunement slots? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure what that is, but it sounds cool. <laughs> what is that? I, I just, I need them to buy items from you. Okay, so could I swap this very nice war wizard's cloak that I've got? Oh, are you are you presenting it? Yeah, uh, yeah I present it. I go, this is a 
an equally good cloak, as the helm is brilliant. They're both uh, very rare items, I assure you. Mm. He, you put it down, he takes out this long, um, it almost looks like a spyglass with all these little contraptions that um, uh, flick in like glass lenses and stuff, little crystals on there. And he's like looking it over. You see this kind of magical shockwave go over it. And then he kind of like um, pushes the spyglass back into his um, thing. He's like, man, this is a, this is hella rad. This is a sick item, man. Where'd you get this? I don't know. We picked it up somewhere. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. Man, I found it. Found it, found it exactly. Yeah. There's a couple of bloodstains on it, but I won't question that. Yeah, it's fine there, right? Uh, yeah. No, I... Hmm. Well, well, you wanted to trade for it again? Um, for the... For the... Helm of Brilliance. Yeah. Let me just consult my other robes just to make sure I'm not, you know... Losing too much. It does sound like a fair trade. Inside check. Um, roll an inside check. <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen. He's he does seem very serious about it. He's sort of considering whether to charge you a sur um surplus of an extra thousand or whether he should give you an extra thousand. He seems like he's sort of on the so you could yeah. maybe negotiate a bit more if you so wish. He seems yeah. like he's yeah, a bit I think I would. Yeah, yeah. Stuck. What are you saying? I go, you know, to be honest, I'm also, I haven't actually tried this on yet. I haven't actually used it at all. It's definitely something I'd be loath to part with. Um, I'm also looking at these um, interdimensional shackles. Any chance you could throw those on? Well, I'm not going to put them on, but might be able to put them in the deal. <laughs> You're a funny man. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> <clears throat> What I say. Dimensional shackles, not interdimensional shackles. Yeah, I was about to say, I can't <laughs> find that on my list. Interdimensional cable. <laughs> yeah. Dimensional shackles. Come on, Gregory. An in and out 20 minute adventure. <laughs> Why am I 30,000 gold poorer? <laughs> <laughs> roll, roll a persuasion check. Okay. So these go for about 2,400, so that's going to be an extra grand and 400 mm. on top, so the DC's a little bit higher because of that. 14. It looks at you and he's like, I'd be willing to give you an extra 1,000 gold, but not the shackles. You're going to have to pay me a little bit more for them. They are quite useful. How about I pay you a 1,000 for the shackles then? Yeah, all right. If you return, if you're yeah. a returning customer, I will allow it. I'm all about course, customer centricity is my business model, and I'm all about the people. The people are all about Halazar. We are all about Halazar. At first, <laughs> I was apprehensive about, about this man, but right now, <laughs> I, I love him. <laughs> He's the only person I've met in the past three months who I haven't wanted to viciously beat. I love you too, man. Um, okay, so you get dimensional shackles. Um, as well as, um, it was your robes that you wanted, wasn't it? Oh no, helm, helm of brilliance. Okay, so mark them off. That's what Fiddle has got. Okay, JC? Do you have any sending stones? Oh yes, I do, man. Uh, we're always getting adventurers coming in, wanting some talkie-talkies, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. What? Yeah, bruv. Walkie talkies. Our nose. Our nose. They should be called walkie talkies. How much are you selling them hotcakes for anyway? Oh, sorry. 
Okay. I like your lingo, man. You speak my language. Um. <laughs> this is good. Maybe we should start calling them walkie-talkies. Or talkie-walkies. Uh, talkie-walkies would make more sense. Talkie-walkies. Oh, man. If you want um, a set of sending stones, that'll run you 450 gold pieces, my man. How many? 450 for a set of two. For two, yeah. Can I can I give you three pieces of art? I would like two sets of sanding stones, please. Um, I'd like you to tell me what kind of magical arrows you've got, and I'd like some salt and pepper, please. Okay, so I can say you can get two sets of sanding stones and um, the salt of seasoning coffin. Um, that's what I based it off. That goes for um. 135 gold pieces, you can get a couple of them if you want. Salt and pepper? <laughs> Fine. Well, it's, it, 135 gold pieces? It's like a magic item. Know, so... It's like, you know, that that's what I've based no, it on. <laughs> and like, I see, in my eyes, it was just normal salt and pepper. Yeah, that's how and we that's kind why, of... That does... That's how we flavoured it, but yeah, that I based it off duster sneezing and choking, which does incapacitate people. I see. Um, so it's just... Okay, so it's just... Dust of sneezing and choking. Yeah, but, you know, we change it because it sounded cooler. Two sets of sending stones, two bags of, of uh, sneezing salt, and um, some magic arrows, please, and, you know, a bundle of regular arrows. For the three paintings, see where we get. Yeah, it's so weird because it doesn't say it on this, but I remember we slipped off on this before, so I'm going to say it's a stack because it doesn't make sense for it not to be. So, for a stack of plus one ammunition... Is I'm going to run you 50 gold pieces. Stack of plus 2 ammunition is 250 gold pieces. And a stack of plus 3 ammunition will run you 1,250 gold pieces. Because, yeah, that would be ridiculous of each arrow plus how 3. Many, how many is a stack, then? It was 20 if you buy, like, a standard stack of arrows. Yeah, it was 20. I might, I might be really wrong on that. And it might be one magic arrow is worth that amount. But it does seem really ridiculous, right? Um, but then mm. you do have plus okay. three weapons that are worth 75,000 gold pieces, so by the time you've got a stack of plus three ammunition, it kind of equates, so mm. it's it's one of those things, but I, I think for a stack it makes sense um, just to do it like that, so we keep it at that. Okay. Alright, you might want to write this down. Two sets of sending stones, two bags of choking and sneezing, two bundles of regular arrows, two bundles of plus one, one bundle of plus two and one bundle of plus three. I'll pay the difference. Just looking that over because that would be just the plus two and the plus one stack that will kind of run you over. Um, just be an extra yep. three hundred and fifty gold pieces. Um, I think we we'll call it right. that. Round it, round it down. So two two stacks of plus one, yeah. Yep. Forty plus one arrows. Yep. Cool. Okay. Rocking. Okay, sweet ass. Thank you. Super. I'll that. Uh, thank you, man. Second I appreciate you. I appreciate it to you, my guy. Yeah, man. Chill. You might be our best friend. Do you know that? Yeah. 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 I might be the only merchant we've met who we hey, actually like. You can you can come to the puppet show later if you want. I got spare tickets. It's all good. We're not doing anything. We will. Oh, cool, cool. Alright, well, is that is that everything for you fellas, or can I do anything else? I have the proposal of the century. Oh, that sounds intriguing, man. For this here, robe of the arch magi. <laughs> the one that you can't touch, yes, yes, I know of it. That's the one. I would like to give you my 
Oil of Etherealness. My Potion of Frost Giant Strength. My Potion of Heroism. My Ring of Protection. And... Get this. <laughs> this is the really big one. You're going to absolutely love this. Do you know... The Muffin Man? Of... The Muffin Man! <laughs> Fairies <laughs> <laughs> of Jerry Lane. <laughs> Not the Gundam buttons. <laughs> Do you know the Muffin Man of the Muffin Elminster? Man? The Muffin the Man. Great and powerful. <laughs> Sorry. Do you know <laughs> the Muffin Man? Elminster. The Muffin Wizard. Yes, I did hear of him. Elminster, he's my he's my idol, man. He's the whole reason I decided to be a wizard in the first really? place. Yeah, I love him. Do you know what happened to him? No, funny enough, he oh it, he he disappeared like not too long ago. Well, he's, yeah, he's always jumping from like you know different planes and whatnot. So I just assume he's he saving is, the he world, is, but... like the cool guy he is. You know, he is currently trying to save the world. He's sort of on a similar path to us, actually. We met him not too long ago, and uh... what? And he gave me this, and I pull out my Sanctuary Recall. Okay, this item, this item can take you to him. He's currently at a place named Sanctuary. It's a demi-plane of his own construction. He sat there, he's very sick. He's not doing very well. He could use all the help he could get. I think you're the man, you're the man for the job. Would you like to meet your idol? Roll persuasion check. Oh yeah, man. I think it'd be like totally cool to like help medicate him while he's on his deathbed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's more like performance? No, <laughs> it's persuasion. You ain't fucking swindling me this time, matey. <laughs> okay, I got a nine on a. No, I don't want to trade for your fucking sheep. <laughs> this is more if he believes you, right? Because you've put this um sort of magical baton in front of him and he's like looking at it he pulls out his spyglass once more I, I, if, it's, if it's to find out if I'm telling the truth you must have a magical item in here that can cast zone of truth Looks at it. please I swear to you this will take you to Elminster I really want to believe you man you've got like the most believable <laughs> story and, Can somebody else help? And you're like the coolest <laughs> Robert, ever. Not Robert. Gregory. But, what? you know. Gregory, JC, back me up here. This robe what? is like the item of the store, you know. This is like the thing. Listen, I'll make this one better. I will cast Zone of Truth and ask Fiddle. Is he lying? Oh, yeah, Ghana. <laughs> right, yeah, so I'd like to cast Zone of Truth. Okay. I'd like to help Gregory. What, cast Zone of Truth? How, how, I, how, I, I, I didn't know. How are you going to help? I cup his buttocks from behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we got rid of Sole. <laughs> uh, she left me a note to, you know, do what you would have wanted. Didn't do that. Uh, <laughs> give him a little squeeze. So, yeah, I cast Zone of Truth. <laughs> Okay, do you resist, Fiddle? No, I fail the save. Okay. Um, Alright. Well, yeah, carry on then. I'll pee it. <coughs> okay. I, I am now under 
the zone of truth. Fiddle, are you, in fact, under the spell of the zone of truth? Yes. Okay, then. Did he, did he fairly save? Um, he... What's your DC, Gregory? Uh, you can 15 foot radius. He rolled a uh, 23. Making charisma, yeah, he saves it. He <laughs> saves it. Not gonna be yeah, it's charisma 16. Yeah. Okay, but he saved, which means he knows it's true. Yeah. Jector, Josie, Vodrick, Fiddlesong, Goldflight. Yes. Have you, in fact, ever in your life spoken to the real Grand Wizard known as Elminster. Yes, one time. One oh. time. Have you ever been sent on a quest by Elminster himself to save said world? No, that was a lie you made up. He didn't send us on a quest. <laughs> we met him and we were sort of trying to join forces with him and then we left. Why, why'd you leave? It's a whole. It's a whole thing. It's a, it's a long it's story. It really is a whole thing. I. I'm asking. I went a little bit mad. I. I went to go to speak to a few deities in different planes, using uh, using the spell contact other plane, and in doing so, I went a little bit crazy. I um. Went a bit animalistic inside of their temple, ran around, got captured, we decided to leave. Wasn't the most gracious exit, I will admit. Why why did you attempt to speak to deities? Well what what deities do you speak to to make you feel mad? Um, who did I speak to? Malar. Or was this Asarek? I spoke to one of them. He um you you went to speak to Asarak was the yeah. thing because he I, he I went, he's taken the moniker of Shah so you went to contact Shah yeah that was it yeah yeah. Then... yeah so I'd heard a story that Shah had been killed or had had been Asarak was pretending to be Shah and that he had killed Mistra turns out that's true by the way Mistra is dead the weave is collapsing I went to speak to Shah Shah wasn't there so I. Did a bit of shit talking to Malar, and then as I tried to leave, he uh, he zapped me in the brain. So essentially, what we're saying here is, even if we were to pay you uh, that vast amount of money for that equipment, and we were to fail, you're not going to have enough time to spend the money anyway before you're dead. Yeah, we are trying to save the world at this point. But I do understand how a business works, so I'm not trying to steal your, you know, life's work here. Okay. I'm going to say both of you individually roll me a persuasion check. With advantage? No, individually. <clears throat> oh, yeah, we're doing it individually. I mean, oh, that, oh. That, <laughs> that, that is kind of... I always trip up with that. That is how, it's, how it works. You can negotiate and one of you can roll. So, yeah. I will allow it. DC hasn't changed. Okay. It hasn't gone up, basically. You've managed to kind of keep him in the conversation. So DC hasn't changed. It hasn't gone up. It's, it's at the same level. So 24. He looks at you both. Looks at you, um, Jean-Claude, and he's like, so that's what the um, 
the scar is in the sky there. So, um, this Aserak guy? Yes, Aserak. We were in the, uh, the Royal Ball at, uh, Suzale with the Queen of Cormia, and he attacked there. You see him, he just kind of, he looks you all over, and then he kind of stands up from his chair, walks out into the back, doesn't say a word. He had a couple of things being moved and shuffled. Door opens up, and then you're hearing a few kind of lock and key sort of noises before he comes out with the robe. He's like, I'll be willing to um, lend this to you. Um, till you finish your mission for El Minister in exchange for that beacon of yours uh, wait wait one more thing Fiddle are you in fact a virgin <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really curious of it yeah this, this is canon mm. Fiddle stay silent <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you have to you have to answer the zone of truth or not. What's it saying? Because you might might have to answer. You can't lie. Um, an affected creature is aware of the spell and can thus avoid answering a question to which would normally respond with a lie. Yeah, yeah. Such a creature can be evasive in its answers as long as it remains within the boundaries of truth. Hey man, listen, I've got a sister. If you he want, he says all I'm going to say one. is at the moment you don't know. I'd like to keep it that way. It's, I'd like to meet your sister. It's within the parameters of the zone. So, <laughs> hey man, yes. Just, just, just between us, Fiddle, between all of us here, there's nothing wrong with it if you are. You know, we won't judge you. It just, it just feels weird. You're forcing this out of me. That's all. Yeah, man. I, it I, forced I, upon I you, like, Fiddle. Spirituality and you know everyone being <laughs> like, on a level <laughs> ground in this <laughs> shop. So. You know, don't be aggressive. That's all I'm saying. Can we just keep it? Exactly. Yeah. If he doesn't want to respond, that's completely up to him. That's his choice. He puts the robe on the thing. He's like, um, yeah, if you want to meet my sister, um, sorry, what was your name? Um, Cormorium fellow. Jean-Claude. You never really said. Jean-Claude. Uh, yeah, she's coming to the puppet show tonight, so if you want to come chill. Ah, oh, sick. Yeah, I'm kind of the puppet show. <laughs> At first, I was like, it was the puppet show, that's stupid. But now, now, <laughs> let's go to the puppet show. Well, you know, it's, it's like, you know, if she likes you, you know, it's not, I'm not, I'm not, don't expect anything. Oh, no, don't worry, we won't. We're, we're fully expecting her to be disgusted by Fiddle. Oh. Um, hey, well, I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't nice. say that. He seems very lovely. No, I'm just joking. Exactly. I'm just joking. Look, I'm in the zone of truth as well. I'm, I'm joking. Uh, he puts the rope <laughs> down for you, Fiddle. <laughs> and he says, I'm, I'm willing to um, lo- loan this to you. Thank you very much, yeah. Alizar. Just make sure it comes back in one piece, is all I'm saying. I will try my hardest. And that's the truth. <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> That's the god on his truth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he just looks down. He's like, oh, this instant regret. Amazing. Perfect. He picks them up and goes to uh, walk out of the store. As he walks past, he uh, sort of yeah gets you to lean down and whispers into your ear and he goes, I'm uh, 
I'm over 200 years old. <laughs> Definitely not a virgin. And I'm still in the zone of truth. I think you are. <laughs> yeah, he walks out of the shop. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you just can't be there. For the record, um, I'm not. Zone of truth. Zone of truth. It's your own spell, Gregory. It's your own spell. You're not uh, affected. I was hoping no one would know. Unfortunately, I was hoping no one. Unfortunately, nobody else can cast it, <laughs> so we'll never get I'm to I'm not. Know. Okay. My wife was a child she... when she died. It was very tragic. Um. Okay, and you guys wanted to head to the Fighters Guild as well, did you? The Fighters... Ah, yes, yes, we do need to go to the Fighters Guild. Oh, yeah, we've got so much money left over. Yes, yes. one army, yes. please. And yes. I also read on the map that there's a Privateers Guild as well. So a whole fleet of boats, please. <laughs> yes. I said to use the map idea. as a reference, not as canon, but yeah. Um, we can say it's there. Um, right, I'm going to have to look at a couple of things. So there's this big thing, by the way, um, those of you who aren't aware, with D&D, try and avoid players not having armies too much because it can be a bit game-breaking. <laughs> um, yeah. But with how it works, it will be sort of like um, you can pay for an army and it's going to like aid you But in terms of like an initiative stuff. Um, I'll probably roll them as like a side thing. So it wouldn't be there'll be an initiative with you because otherwise we'd take a whole session yeah. to go through one round, etc., yeah. etc. Um, I know you got. You yeah. Got... What I would like is if we're in the shit, we blow a whistle as a bonus action, yeah. and then hordes our three hundred Spartans burst through the door. Yeah, yeah. That that's kind of that's kind of how it would work. Um, I saw there's different ways to run it. Um, Ben mentioned one with horde tactics and stuff. Um, the one that I see most commonly used that people say is sort of like it's almost like you know a video game. You've just got that sort of um path that you as the main character run through, and then out on the side. In the battlefield, you've got all of them fighting off all the other creatures. So you can run straight to the boss. Yeah, kind of like that. And this is the problem. It usually, you know, armies are fun in D and D. If it's like a like a tool, the DM gives you a circle hole, and you need to go and find a circle block to put in it. If the bad guy's got an army of forty thousand people, you need an army of at least like ten thousand people to distract them whilst you go for the big bad guy. Yeah, it just sort of becomes a. You know, rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, yeah. If we've got armies, then they've got armies. Yeah. Whereas if they they're just one person and we've got an army, then what happens? <laughs> we just have like an endless run of five guys who run in with us, and when one of them dies, another person <laughs> runs through the door. Yeah, it can get annoying and weird. Hmm. Yeah, I think they should probably stay out of combat, but I would yeah. like to see a noticeable something happen with them. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, you know, if you're paying a lot of money for someone, which you will be. They definitely have an impact, but it, it'd be more, yeah, like I said, that, that's what you will get from it, just so, you know, your expectations yeah. aren't Whereas, like, you know, why can't we all a, just gank a big army of like, Yeah, a, a big army of, like, medium people, I think we'd do much better off with, like, five Spec Ops guys. Okay, right. So, if you're all heading towards the Fighters Guild, again, you remain in the Merchants District, so you, it's only kind of a short 10-15 minute walk. I'd say you run about now, you get into like late morning, um, yeah, you've got a menagerie of different races walking through, tieflings, orcs, elves, dwarfs, gnomes, all, all such are walking through as you come over to the 
guilds and artisans um, part of the district, which seems to be its own walled-in sector within itself, where you've got the different kind of guilds people are attached to, with lots of people coming in and out. Um, you know, you've got woodworkers, you've got the mages guild, you've also got you know cobblers, and then you've got the fighters guild. There's a di different mismatch of all different guilds in here. The fighters guild itself is a long, big uh, building. If you imagine almost... Um, uh, not quite the companions, but the companions set up in Skyrim. Um, but instead of like a like Viking longhouse, it's more of like a built-up, um, you know, medieval European building. And you've got the outside where you've got like kind of like a sparring and uh, shooting range and stuff. Um, people seem to be walking in and out. Um, people with problems. Other people that's aspiring to be in the fighters guild. Other people that's like taking contracts out. Um, you can see there's like, as you're walking in, you can see there's this like young looking um pair um tiefling female and then like a half orc male that is um basically walking out with their very first contract they seem like fresh faced 16 year olds ready to like slay their first you know um bullywog um tribe as they're sort of like really excited to go out on an adventure and you know start making a name for themselves in the world as you walk past them and walk in as you walk in you see there is a Human male gentleman, um, middle-aged, uh, white hair um, with like a stubble, but kind of like, you know, close and shaven, um, very chiseled jaw, um, quite quite pale and um, almost a bit sickly looking, like he's suffered a few war wounds in this time that's really wreaked havoc on his body over time to the point where he sort of like has a limp. Um, he's wearing armour, but he seems to be talking to some of the younger um fighters in there and um yeah you uh i suppose he he is like the person that sticks out to you as the person to go talk to um gregory looking at him yes roll me an insight check 21 okay you had to beat an 18 nice hearing this guy and he's he's sort of speaking to this young um youngish looking um uh, half-elf um, warrior. He's mm -hmm. got a Border Kingdom's accent. And that's the first thing that catches you. You're yeah. like, hmm, you know, good to see. And then you actually look at his face and you seem to, like, recognise him somewhat, at least, like, some aspects of his face. Um, and then you're really focusing on him and it's almost like someone you really, really recognise just without the beard. Mm-hmm. And you're double checking yourself and you're not even entirely sure yourself but he looks a lot like Sigismund what? but he's a lot more older as um he's just speaking to this um uh I said uh, this young half elf and he's like yes you uh you have to bring your arm up far up to your shoulder as you pull back the bowstring that gives you the um the right right power in order to pierce through armour you're looking at like 60 yards out this is what you want to be doing and he like looks over at you three and he's like, keep practicing on that. And then he comes over and he's like, kind of has a bit of a limp. He's like, hello there. Um, Welcome to the Fighters Guild. Are uh, you um, looking to sign up? Who are you? I'm sorry. Who are you? What's your, What's your family name? Ah. Megazim Solid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fellow uh, Border Kingdoms. Yes. Um, local. Uh, 
well, my, my name is um, Reuven, Reuven Moloch. I am a, um, well, I suppose I was an ex-fighter in the Border Kingdoms. Uh, who, who are you, if you don't mind my asking? My name is Gregory Weisenhorn. You see his eyes just, like, glow up, and he's like, Gregory? No. The Gregory Weisenhorn? Yes. You... My God, I thought you were dead. Not yet. You Sigismund's father? Yes. What? I thought you were he's... dead. He's, like, looking at you, and he's like, I thought you were dead. Well, I thought you were dead. No, I thought you were dead. <laughs> What? He's behind you. <laughs> oh, sir. It's... No, this is. What, what are you doing here? It's, it's good to see you again. Yes. Yeah, so how? Wait. It's. Are you saying Sigismund's, Sigismund's alive? I kind of weigh up whether or not to tell him the truth. Because you know the Monarch family was always good, always good to the Weisenhorns. Not in any capacity that you'd remember him. He's sort of looking at you a bit confused. He doesn't know whether to be elated or, like, you know, back to being a bit, you know, the very sunken look. He's like, oh. And he's just like looking around to you two and realise he's um, kind of goes back into that fighter's guild like leader stance. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> this has caught me a bit off guard today. Um, sorry, my, my name is Reuven Moloch. I'm, um,. I suppose I was an ex-warrior for Border Kingdoms a long time ago, and I hadn't seen this one, and he goes to pat you, and then he kind of pulls his hand back, realising, you know, you are an adult now. He's like, I haven't seen him since he was like a little baby. Our families were very close. Yes, yes, they were. I, um... Come, come. And he kind of leads you all into, like, a private area where he pulls you all, like, a glass of wine, and um, sits down, he's like, um, have you all come here for a specific reason, or, um, were you trying to track me down? I did not know you were alive. I, um, I apologize. As happy as it is, it's, um, more of a coincidence than anything, really. See, we're looking to hire some mercenaries, and we need quite a few of them. I see. He looks over at you two, and he's like, you lot seem like a... Mercenary band already, if you don't mind me saying. You all seem quite capable. We are, but we need more able bodies. But I, I have to tell you, there is a high likelihood that you will run into your son. So he is alive, then? It's complicated. When was the last time you saw him? He like looks down, he switches around the wine in his arm, chalice, and then takes a sip, and he's like, I was a very selfish man, Gregory. I did not spend enough time with my family. I was off on some baron's idea of fame and glory, right? Trying to make a name for myself in the Border Kingdoms like every other sad soul. And it was when you were a little, little um, there's two barons war in. as a black saddle I was fighting for and someone else and... Yes, we lost, and then the next thing I heard was there's the um, plague that broke, um, wreaked havoc in, obviously, where we were living. So I went to find, obviously, my wife and Sigismund, and then, obviously, 
you and your mother, and you were nowhere to be found, and I searched for ages. Uh, I guess you must have just moved moved town, and I never never tracked you down. Did you not think of trying the temple? Pretty big deal. I, over there. I did, but I mean, this is the thing about the border kingdoms. Once one baron goes down, the next one takes his place, and he. Once you're in it, it's really hard to get out. And before I knew, it, I was drafted back in before I could even have a fair chance. Oh, hold on. Did Did you know Elizabeth? Uh, no, I don't believe I do. Is that someone important? It was. Yes, but don't worry about it. I'm sorry. I, like I said, I only saw Gregory here when he was a child. I wouldn't even recognise him, to be honest, unless he didn't say. He'd grown out to be a fine man, if I do say so. That he did. That he did. I would like to help, if I can. I... I know... I, I know for a fact that your mother and father would have done the same for Sigismund if the roles were reversed, so... What do you need? Your best men. What? What? Well... What do you need them for? What are you planning? What is what is the cause? It's a lot to explain, but I shall try. We're the Nine Hells Company. The world is about to end unless we find a phylactery and kill the lich responsible for this madness. I can't promise you'll survive. I can't promise we'll survive. I can't promise we'll succeed. But, nonetheless, we must try. It's been a long time since last you saw me. I'm now a paladin and inquisitor for Helm. Potentially the last one left. The border kingdoms has crumbled. Most other kingdoms now are falling to this ruinous power. We may be the last line of defense. I'll pretty much need whatever you've got. 